This episode of Bonfireside Chat is brought to you by FalseAudible.com. This episode of Bonfireside Chat is brought to you by FalseAudible.com. It stands in the ruins of a crumbled castle, surveying all it destroyed. If you're able to defeat FalseAudible.com, you can go beneath the nexus and find RealAudible.com and go to AudibleTrial.com forward slash Bonfireside Chat. Get a free audio book trial today. Thank you. Some of our landings were desperate adventures. We are now prepared to meet the inevitable counterattacks with power and with confidence. My name is Gary Butterfield. My name is Cole Ross. I'm Will Owens. And you're listening to Bonfireside Chat. It is an undead favorite. And this episode, we are talking about worlds 1-3 and 1-4 of Demon's Souls. And as you heard, we are joined by Will Owens once again, um, returning guest and uh, the writer and curator of uh, Backlog Killer. Hey, Will. Thanks for uh, joining us. Barely the writer. (laughs) (laughs) Definitely the curator. Yes. Definitely the curator. Curator. Cater. I have lots of games I'm curating. The assembler, yes, <laughs> yes, <laughs> yeah. I, re- I really hate that verb. Like I, I, I try and like obliterate that because I used it for a little while. I was like, no, I don't like that. But, uh, but I, I used it right there. Yeah, yeah. I, I noticed that. I think that yeah. you referred to us as curators of things before, and I never said yeah. anything about it. Yeah. Like it didn't tear me up inside or anything. Yeah. I was that's just a, like, it's a little douchey. It's, not, it's like yeah, a little bit internet yeah. douchey. Yeah, yeah. That's what I, I, I thought. I recognized so too. it. Yeah. No, I know. I'm not trying to call you out on it now. <laughs> or if it was a big deal, I would have said something about it. But I remember being like, eh, not the word I would have used. Yeah. But yeah. oh well. Oh well. The, <laughs> little behind the curtains uh, for you folks. Oh boy. Uh. Conflicts that never were. <laughs> <laughs> the, the, con- the conflicts that barely were worth it. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> uh, oh, man. But uh, but yeah, um, we're here to talk about uh, a really cool area of Demon Souls. Absolutely. And we're, we're rounding things out. This is uh, the penultimate episode of season two of the show. Um, mm. Super excited. And this is kind of where we're going to save. Uh, it's going to seem a little strange, but we're going to save a lot of the ending chat and world cosmology stuff for the next episode. Um, just for the wrap up, even though a lot of it, you know, kind of comes home here. Right. Um, you know, but uh, that's that's still a little bit ways off. Um, before you can even go into world one, three, you have to kill one of the archdemons. Um, which, you know, is your signal not to go here until a little bit later because it's a pretty tough area. Yeah. And, uh, there's a, a special orange fog gate that will, will go down. Or it's not, no, it's not orange. That's in Dark Souls. This yeah. one's just a regular thicker. Yeah. Yeah. It's a little, here. little bit more wavy and distortion y. Yeah. 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 But, uh, yeah, once it does, you can go kind of into, uh, inside the, uh, the castle mm-hmm. of, uh, Balteria. Yeah. And, you know, in a, in a game that is, you know, much more artificially divided than Dark Souls. Uh, this uh, seems like a very, very uh, heavy-handed division, actually. Like, it breaks up a little bit of the logical flow. Um, and, you know, maybe we talked about it in the 1-2 episode, but, you know, this kind of... If you got to this point and you, were, and you were thinking, I'm going to progress, you know, through all of World 1, then all of World 2, that disavows you of that notion um, in kind of a, in an inelegant way. In, in one way, it makes sense in that there'd be this kind of gatehouse, mm-hmm. you know, to kind of prevent you... From getting there, because the whole thing about Boletaria is it's a defensible position. Yeah. Um, but you know what? What's to stop you from going around? You can climb that wall. You can go to the you know approach from the from another direction. Right. You know, like what what happens if you go to Boletaria from uh, from the north? You know, <laughs> like it, it does feel like a real weird kind of bottleneck. 
You could you go to a one three via uh, two one by those uh, gargoyles. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Why not? <laughs> yeah, that's one thing I like better about Dark Souls is how I handled the don't go here. Instead of putting up a fog gate, they just put super hard you know monsters there, so you can't. There's no way you can get through them. I thought mm. that was more elegant than than the yeah. uh, early fog gate. They still had the later ones, but by that time. Yeah, it's not not too heavy-handed, I guess. Yeah, but by, by by that time, depending on who you believe or who you listen to or what you yourself believe, the game had already kind of gone off the rails um, and broken its structure. So, yeah, I don't believe that, yeah. but that's what some people say. <laughs> yeah, and the, and the nice thing I like I like that the meat wall way too, because then it's just going to tempt you to, you know, keep throwing yourself up against it and until you can get through it, and people are going to find exploits and find ways around it and all that jazz. Mm-hmm. It's really that's a real fun way to do it to make it uh, discouraging but not impossible. Yeah, but uh, <laughs> but but here, I mean, we've we've killed four of these archdemons, so let's go. Yeah, giddy up. <laughs> well, and, and, <clears throat> go ahead. Just a just a just a peek behind my curtain. I had not in my game. Uh, I'm returning to a game about four years old. My oh, save right. game <laughs> that was <laughs> that was at this point and. When I booted it up, I was in the Valley of Defilement 5-1, a new game plus. Uh, I had only beaten World 4. Everything else was only up to the second Archstone, so I tried to take this down at that level. <laughs> yeah, we, we kind of put Will through a challenge run on accident. Yeah. <laughs> um, and spoilers, I did not make it all the way. <laughs> oh. <laughs> but uh, Will um, has done it before, even when we had Will on for uh, Dark Souls. Um, just talking to him on Facebook and stuff and, and chatting around. He is kind of uh, an early champion of Demon Souls to me. Yeah. I like um, it. <clears throat> I like it better, personally. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so, I mean, regardless of which, and the difficulty in this area kind of ramps up gently, too. So even though it's a difficult area, um, right off the bat, you're not faced with too much, even though it gives you the impression that you will be. Um, this first little courtyard area with the fountain, the fountain of corpses, uh, like this corpse yard. <laughs> In the, the beginning. And then the those fucking the uh, carriages with the dogs in them. Like, how much time did you spend thinking they were going to jump out at you? Because uh, I, I spent a lot of it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah the first uh, time. Very much yeah. on pins and needles going through this area. Yep. And just, oh, I'm going to hear a crack, and then dogs are going to be all up in my back. Yeah, yeah. They're, they're going to be all, be all Resident Evil up in this piece. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But, but, uh, but they're in there, and they're just uh, menacing you. Yeah, they can't open a door. And then once, I, once I figured that out, I was like, oh, okay, they're dogs. <laughs> life, life, <laughs> they're not life, raptors. I'm life hack fine. for dogs. <laughs> they yeah, cannot open put them in a door. It's how you save dog meat at the end of Fallout 1. Yeah. And it's also how you prevent yourself from getting killed by dogs in the courtyard of 1-3. Unless it's a doggy door, in which case, run, 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 run. <laughs> in which case, we're all fucked. Yep. In which case, suicide now. <laughs> um. <laughs> in which case, bite down on the cyanide capsule that's installed in your teeth. <laughs> In case uh, of the dog contingency. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the dog mm-hmm. delusion? I'm not even sure. But, uh, <laughs> but yeah, they're in here. Cor- <laughs> the corpse yard is the is a great way to put that. Yeah. Actually, I, I I feel I feel bad that I didn't come up with it. But oh. yeah. Well but, <laughs> We came up with it as a team. <laughs> High five. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> running up from this here, so there's a there's a locked door over to the right, and we'll we'll get to that later. Uh, but uh, a theme in this area is these fucking fat officials. Yeah, 
and yeah. it pays off so well. <laughs> like it's it's so good. But this guy, yeah. this asshole, has just been taunting you the whole time. Uh-huh. You know, he's the guy who, if you were if you were able to just go straight through one, he's the guy who sick the archers on you when you're about to fight the tower knight. Right. And then you know that same one, you're chasing him, and uh, and he runs away, and you, you kind of head up this um this large set of stairs. Um, he sets off a trap. Mm-hmm. It's like a little boulder trap. Which, you know, not too bad. You have, like, enough time to roll out of the way. Like, yeah. this has not got me yeah. before. But, and and you know, even if it gets you, it's not fatal yeah. instantly anyway. Yeah. It's more of a fuck you. <laughs> um, but then when you get to the top, um, he runs through the, the kind of direct path mm-hmm. um, and, and kind of uh, crushes one of his own guys. <laughs> yeah. Before, you know, yeah. Poor, like, Murray. Murray! <laughs> no! <laughs> he does his, like, the fat, <laughs> like, that little, like, the fat official demon laugh. Yeah. And it's sad. Uh, <laughs> you know, it's like a it's it's like a, a, a ghostly Doctor Hibbert. Mm, yeah, a yeah. little bit. Like ghost, it's, it's ghost up Hibbert. a little bit. Yeah, <laughs> like it's a little bit like yeah, dun, dun. yeah, yeah, mm. Dan- dancing through the hallways. Um, yeah, so you are consigned to the uh, to the to to the hallways, which. In my notes, I wasn't even able to keep track of, like, specific twists and turns. All that you can say back here is there's a bunch of, uh, you know, uh, soldiers and also these Imperial spies. Have they showed up before at all, these Imperial spies? No. No. Yeah. yeah. This is, yeah, this is their first appearance. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> yeah. And then they're, they're all sons of bitches. Like, I found this level to be the first time I went through, even playing through with magic and having, like, second chance and stuff. I found this really hard. Um, just because it's so relentless, and these guys—they're the same enemies that that, that you would uh, face in in one two, but they're much tougher. Like they hit a lot harder, yeah. um, and the uh, especially and and the knights as well. So the red-eyed and blue-eyed knights you run into. Yeah, and there's a, there's a much higher proportion of uh, of knights here. Even there's so in, many uh, enemies yeah. like in the, in this area. Like you're just fighting so many so many guys and and this is these series of like defensible positions like you get this impression that the fat official is just kind of falling back and falling back to these different uh you know um yeah. this kind of set pieces and what's crazy about this area you know specifically one three and beyond one two definitely has a gimmick but uh, but the last part of this doesn't have that much of a gimmick like one three is pretty much just a technical fight through this uh kind of video game ass area it's a, well, it's a castle. Yeah. Like it, it, you know, and it actually, <laughs> the cool thing is, that, like, it looks like a castle. Like, yeah. if you, if you had that, um, what's that guy's name? Um, that David, does those children, like David Macaulay, that uh, David Macaulay children's book about castles, and it, mm-hmm. you know, tells you what a castle really is and shows yeah. you the cool, awesome, like, it does these awesome cutaway illustrations. Like this, you know, looks like a castle. It mm-hmm. looks like one of one of those. Yeah, um, <laughs> and I've just internalized castle as video game level. Yeah, yeah, that's no, yeah. they existed. Cool. I know they were <laughs> in fact, they still exist. There are plenty of castles you can go to on a school yeah. to fill trip or by yourself at your local yeah. library and your imagination <laughs> with the Muppet Babies. Yeah, uh, yeah, but uh, um, but yeah. or just tune into Castle on. Yeah. <laughs> oh, did you like uh, Firefly? With, with well, you won't like this with, with but... an aging Nathan Fillion. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's been it's, it's been it's been twelve years, folks. Um, yeah, yeah, get over it, brown coats. <laughs> brown coats. Yeah, you assholes have oh. a convention. It's unbelievable. <laughs> God, have you ever had the uh, have you ever had the um, uh, misfortune of working with a brown coat? Uh, <laughs> nope. Okay, now hold on a second. Okay, what is okay? Um, so have you have you watched Firefly? Nope. Heard no? about oh. it? Okay, it is a good show. I enjoy no. that show. Um, brown oh, coats. The one by- Joss Whedon. Yeah, yeah, it's like the yeah. the space western, 
right? Yep. Which okay. is which should be up a lot of people's alleys. Like it's a good show. It's a nice, uh, you know, like the like the characters are cool. It's sci-fi comic booky. Um, brown coats uh, are the rebel faction in, uh, in in Firefly, and also people who call themselves brown coats are universally neckbeards um, who really really are still angry at Fox for canceling Firefly. Yeah. After it what was, it was, what two seasons? It just, well, just one, one, season. one season in a movie. Oh, okay, well, yeah. a bunch of know. middling comic books. That's the, <laughs> which is it's, it's a Joss Whedon thing. Yeah, so people yeah. don't. There's no like like I feel like the, like people I know in real life. Like my I have friends who are like oh I like Joss Whedon okay like casual Joss Whedon fans yeah and then but the vast majority of people are just in for a penny and for a fucking <laughs> minute you know <laughs> in just for a like, ton yeah yeah in for a ton like just ridiculous like wearing all these you know. You know, wearing shirts like Whedon Horror and stuff like that. I've seen yeah. all that stuff. It's ridiculous. Mm-hmm. And uh, and the show also does that. Yeah. It's a little bit crazy. It's also got like a little bit of like the fashion to the show is a little bit steampunky. So like yeah. sometimes when you see these these brown coat people who like <laughs> dress up in the cosplay, Uh-oh. it's a little yeah. steampunky too. Yep. So – yeah, Oof. no, no, <laughs> but um, I'm, my my uh, my watching Firefly was delayed by like three years by working with somebody at GameStop. He was like a like a third key or an assistant manager who would just would not stop fucking talking about it. He was like, "Hey, yeah. you know the guy who played the pirate in a uh, in a uh, in in dodgeball? He's like totally the pilot, and it's awesome. And we go to this convention and blah blah blah." And it's so weird. There's only like 18 episodes of the thing, or 13, something like 13 that. episodes. Yeah, 13 and episodes. a two hour movie. Yeah, and again, it's just, it's frustrating when something's like it's pretty good. Yeah, I like, like this it. is it's a good show. It's fun to watch. Like it's yeah. self contained. I really like yeah. it. Yeah, they're they're like they're, they're, they're like uh, there there isn't an episode that I would say is bad. Yeah, you know? yeah, but chill the fuck out. Yeah, like yeah. it just yeah, it just you know, <laughs> it's it's so hard not to judge something by the worst of its fans. Oh yeah, yeah. like I do that to you, and that that's a mm-hmm. that's a real trap. Mm-hmm. You know, you get into like uh, there's there are many things that I have just never experienced because I've just been turned off by the people's enthusiasm for it yeah yeah you really like this how, I'm, I'm, I'm how not dare gonna people like, it. like things strongly <laughs> yeah <laughs> oh, this guy likes it i'm not gonna like it yeah but uh, i forget how we got to that but brown coats something mm. I don't yeah know. <laughs> glad i haven't run into one yeah <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah well you, you will um oh. is this a, is this a trap it's it's, it's on <laughs> it's on netflix i would recommend i would recommend giving it a watch yeah, it's, it's actually a good show. We're yeah. recommending it after just to, like just the fans are the worst, yeah, but it's, yeah. it's actually okay. a really good show. Yeah, I'll see about uh, attaining it since I can't use Netflix. Ah, yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Also, Dave Matthews Band. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, I, uh, I I judge Dave Matthews Band and Dave Matthews Band fans, yeah. and I feel pretty good about my my impressions of both in most yeah. cases. Not all. How about this, Gary? I've seen Dave Matthews Band live. Oh, really? Yeah. That's my parent, like my parents took me. But before or after their uh, their flautist died. Wow, that's dark. Uh, <laughs> oh, I know. <laughs> They're different bands. Oh, where it were was, you on the night? It was. It was definitely before they dumped the shit off the bridge. <laughs> oh yeah, I remember <laughs> they, that. They now. dumped shit off a bridge. I yeah, they the dumped Foo a bunch of things the on their on their fans. Oh, you're From not the tour yeah. bus. Yeah, Dave Matthews Holy dumped like tons of tour feces oh, all over tour, his fans. Tour feces. Yeah, you got you got people walking around with the pimp skitters eating eating McDonald's. Yeah, Shit. if you got if you got if you got tour, you got bus stomach. You don't want oh, yeah. you don't want to get a face full of that. Yeah, fan. no, no, you're you're getting a face full of sinners ass there. Fuck. Yeah. I didn't yeah. know it was on the fan, so it's a bunch of like forty year old men in golf shirts getting. <laughs> <laughs> like getting, getting, getting involuntarily tie dyed. <laughs> <laughs> <Ugh. 
How was your Dave Matthews Band experience, Will? Uh, I remember Eddie Vedder showed up, so that was interesting. Did him and Dave have a fight? off. It was, I think it was Veterans Day. Okay. <laughs> oh no. man, they both, they both served, and that's that's what their common bind is. The uh, Eddie Vedder is more of the Rrr. Dave Matthews Band does more of the oh, yeah, oh, yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. like he's a, he's a little bit more you know like sounds like a normal person singing backwards. Well, about <laughs> like this, he's in the Black Lodge. They covered they covered all along the Watchtower, but oh great, oh, cool. <laughs> <laughs> There must be some kind of way out of here. Oh, God, all these people are blocking the exit. I'm trapped. I can't breathe. I can't breathe. I'm on the ground. I'm on the ground. I'm being carried to the medical tent by wavy gravy being fed orange slices and bottled water. Yeah, I also think, I think, no, it has to be a false memory. I think Darius Rucker was there, but that has to be a false memory. I don't know why Darius Rucker. Oh man, my um, my grandpa, uh, uh, my my, de- my deceased grandpa used to uh, used to golf with Darius Rucker. Oh, um, cool! Yeah, yeah, because uh, my grandpa was in the Columbia, South Carolina Country Club, and so is Darius Rucker. Hmm. Yeah, Hootie. Yeah, pretty yeah, neat. Like to laugh at me when the dolphins make me cry. Yeah, well, you know, and, poetry and, uh, for ages. And and, and and Darius is crossing over into country, so good for him. Yeah, he's on. Um, there's a. We'll, we'll get back on topic at some point. There's some <laughs> yeah. festival coming up in Oregon, and the uh, there are billboards um, on the bridges in the city for it, uh-huh. and Darius uh, Rucker is playing at it. And I don't know when this thing is happening, but I feel like this billboard has been up for like a year and a half. <laughs> so it just whenever I go across this bridge, there's this gigantic like 40-foot-tall smiling Darius Rucker like welcoming <laughs> me to the west side of Portland. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> His uh his cover of uh, of Wagon Wheel not as not not as good as uh, old Crow Medicine show but pretty good not bad. Yep, you heard it. You heard it from the fireside <laughs> chat. <laughs> the theme of the Dark Souls game podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Darius Rucker's cover of Wagon Wheel not so bad. <laughs> we are so far afield. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's my fault. Sorry. Oh, no, don't worry about it. Don't worry. <laughs> oh man. But yeah, um, you're back yeah. here. Seems like a castle. Okay. Uh, castle yeah. <laughs> is not Firefly, although they try and make it like that. Um, yes, and <laughs> uh, failed. Mal- Malcolm yeah. Reynolds is aging poorly. Um, yeah, the, and- like the first um, place I would say that like the notable set piece is when you climb up that the set of kind of blind alleys that mm-hmm. are full of the uh, Imperial spies, mm-hmm. um, which is where they're going to get you. There's several traps. Yeah. Like, oh, it's a slave shield. Oh shit. You know, mm-hmm. one of these guys uh, comes down and then there's that, that top area where you go up into that landing near the merchant and there's just the <laughs> tons of crossbowmen yeah. and the, the fat official kind of walking back and forth like a general yeah. uh, giving orders. Conducting them. Yeah. 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 Which is yeah. tricky. That was tricky on my no uh, distance weapon, no ranged weapon playthrough. Like yeah. ordinarily I just lava blow them shits. Yeah. But uh, if I was on my meat cleaver run, that was a little bit trickier. Mm-hmm. So I think for some reason I didn't have the, the, the thief's ring either. I think I was using a heavier armor. So I had the ring of uh, Herculean strength or the giant strength ring. Yeah. Um, so. Yeah. And, and also if you're running up there and like, oh, I can go into this, uh, into this little hut and pick them off from up there. Nope. Red Eye Knight. Also a Dragley Merchant. Yeah. But yeah. 
that that red eye knight. That's uh, the first, my first playthrough when I used that poison cloud um, or the plague cloud is so good for that area because yeah. you just fill that whole hut with plague <laughs> <laughs> and then just go in and take over. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but uh, but yeah, there are plenty of these uh, of these choke points, and uh, I feel like saying Blind Alley is Blind Alley British for dead end. Mm. <laughs> okay, I don't know. Somebody somebody hey. write in because I can't be asked to Google. <laughs> yeah, but uh, but yeah, uh, <laughs> so you take those guys out, and you're running up to uh, to cross over the wall, and there's the the, the hardest fucking red at night in the game with the claymore yeah. right there. Yeah, you can actually arrow that guy too, uh, like when he's walking yeah. back and forth. Okay, I was a mage, so it was actually pretty easy. Okay, yeah, I just noticed it real bad on my, you know, because I'm doing meat cleaver this time, um, as I've said throughout these past several months. But uh, but yeah, pretty hard. Yeah, yeah, he's yeah. he's tricky. Yeah, lots um, of lots of do overs up to this point. Yeah, and it's you. This is before you can get. There's a shortcut to go back. You can just kind of jump off this wall and get back yeah. to the area with the thing, but there, you don't unlock the actual shortcut for this level until quite a ways until almost the end of it, right? Of course. Mm-hmm. Um, take a, take off that guy, and then there's this kind of series of little landings and, and ladders that they go upwards with uh, various crossbowmen and halberders and, and such. Yeah, um, and you know, fat officials, which are, you know, if you haven't taken the, him out from a distance, you know, he is like they're never that much of a threat, but you're there's kind of always something behind you. Mm-hmm. When you're in this area or above you, um, and lots of range, you know, again, just very defensible. Yeah. Um, yeah. So really, it's you really want to just do your souls 101 and, and draw people off one at a time. Yeah. Charging in. And, and this uh, the, this whole climbing the tower that is you know covered covered with these crossbowmen and everything, you know, very much like you are laying siege to this place, mm-hmm. and it's kind of badass to be able to cut through all of them, like yeah, recognizing what has been laid before you, right? And and in stark contrast to Will's current playthrough that he did for the show, like mm-hmm. the fact that I'm doing this second to last, um, which is, you know, oftentimes what I do, but not always, um, meant that I was, you know, almost as strong as I was going to be right. when I got here this time. So it was pretty satisfying, like, and 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 I didn't have too much of a, a hard time with that yeah. uh, leading into it. So. so when you take out that cro- that that uh that fat official general, he has uh, he has a set of keys on him, uh, which mm-hmm. makes this um, into kind of like a little bit of a side quest area, uh, somewhat. Yeah. Once you uh, once you get down there, do you want to do that after we uh, save Estrada? Yeah, well, there's yeah, actually kind of three three side quest yeah. things that happen here. Mm-hmm. Um, so kind of rich in that way. But yeah, we'll, we'll let's just uh, wrap up the regular kind of the rest of the level and then do yeah. the side stuff. Let's do that. Yeah. So you get to the top of this tower, and then it gives you a, a, a big, big overview of uh, of the area with the sandbags and the barriers. And oh crap, we need to lay out the cavalry because mm-hmm. he's almost there, uh, including a bunch of red knights, a bunch of blue eye knights, and a fat official and regular soldiers. Like oh shit, I need to get yep. ready for this. Yep, and a bunch of dead horses. <laughs> <All of them. laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> sends dead horse. Yep. 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 Um, so yeah, if you can kind of go to your right and get towards the, the fog gate, that will get you out of the game. Um, if you want to unlock that shortcut and do some of the side questery stuff, yeah. you kind of double back, um, there. And there's a, the fat official, the run that you originally chased through is standing by the gate, um, like a D bag <laughs> and, uh, and you kill him and you open the gate. I guess we should talk about his travel now cause he's right there. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So yeah, this is uh, he, he's he's standing where you were when you watched uh, Murray get get crushed by the gate, yeah. and he's also he's also uh, uh, cornered by I believe a couple of uh, knights 
and some of the warriors, and you have to save him. Not like the come out to play warriors, but the regular yeah. <laughs> hollow warriors. Nor the ultimate warrior. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's, yeah, he's not insane and racist. <laughs> yeah, he's. Uh, uh, I, I love his like dialogue here too, because at this point, it's it's become kind of a joke. Like this is the third time where you've just kind of showed up, and he's just you know the first time like okay, like fine, you, you've gotten yourself on this little ledge, makes sense. Second time, okay. You know, you went down this tunnel. You're at the end of it. You don't want to go out. It's dark and scary. I understand. But now, yeah, yeah. Yeah. At this point, though, you get there and he's, you know, help. Sold, starved madmen are after me. And (laughs) at at this point, he becomes like, okay, Ostrava. Okay. I will just continue to save you over and over and over. Like, it gets funny. Like, I actually like that character and I think he's kind of sad. Mm Mm-hmm. But I remember the first time this happened, I definitely rolled my eyes a little bit. Yeah. Anyway, this is what happens in Bulletaria. I save this this you know this Ponce yeah. from from uh, you know from monsters because he's worthless. He's a worthless Ponce. He's he's kind of you know to somebody who came here from Dark Souls, he seems like he's going to be your uh, your Solaire, but he's really sick. Yeah, 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 Sigmar, yeah. yeah. And his quest line is just as finicky. Um, yeah, yeah. Yeah, the uh, yeah yeah he's a lot like uh, Sigmeyer, um, except he's more like he's more often in danger. <laughs> like uh, you know, it's a, actually like this is one of the few times like there's actually a time limit to save him. Like he will die. Yeah. Like any NPC, he has thousands of hit points, but uh, he will die. And then a, a thing that can happen is that uh, he will spawn in this level. So if you go back to the beginning, and then uh, go back to the Nexus and come back, um, I don't know exactly what the triggers are, but it's happened for me before where he's been here. Um, and then just kind of exposed to those warriors. Yeah. And I just started walking my way through there, like, you know, without hurrying, maybe I went and rescued Yuria and he ended up dying, um, on one of my playthroughs because I didn't realize he would still be there. That's a huge problem for his entire quest line. Actually, in most areas, if you, if you free him and then proceed not to complete the area, um, he will respawn the next time you come in and just be torn apart by the mooks that are along his uh, his, yeah. his 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 pat- dumb his little patrol, patrol route. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> and, and, and I think I think his one three patrol route is just up that aforementioned yeah, into like, his corner. Yeah, like, oh, that corner is still doing good. Yeah, <laughs> better go back and check the gate. Yeah, gate's good. Okay, okay, yeah. corner bu- corner bound. <laughs> yeah, and if you leave the level, can't can't the key disappear? Maybe that's spoilers, but yeah, you you mess that up, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you can you can definitely uh, lose lose the key forever if you don't. Are you talking about the mausoleum key? Yeah. Yes. If if he dies and you don't get it, I think it respawns at his origin point, um, and then but you only get one chance at that. So oh, I was re- I was reading about it today. So I think that if he dies, um, then that's where it'll it'll show up is where he like spawns in the room. But then if you don't pick it up on that run and go back to the nexus or die. Then it disappears. Yeah. So it's still, yeah, you're right. It's still super finicky. I think it gives you like one chance and you'd have to know to check where he spawns rather than where he died or on his, his little tiny patrol route. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's, it's pretty, yeah, it's very finicky. Um, yeah. I don't know if it's quite Sig- Sigmeyer finicky because Sigmeyer is super finicky. <laughs> yeah. But this is, this is, uh, it's, it's pretty, it's pretty frustrating. At the very um, least, this has a linear progression in its favor. Like, you yeah. know, you know, if you done fucked up in one, two, we never have, have to go to down to Blight Town. Yeah. Like that weird, that weird Sigmeyer thing. Like, oh, I'll just go check the swamp for a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> Why would I ever go back here? Just go check the swamp for sleepy people. Yeah. That's what's <laughs> happening in Narsh. The, um, but anyway, so, so after you, uh, save him and it's kind of hard to save him too, like three, uh, blue eyed knights at the same time, mm-hmm. you know, a little bit tricky. 
But um, once you save them, you get a pure clear stone, which is a decent reward, but you can already have received several of these. Right. Um, that's what you use to do the, um, quality. the quality. Yeah, and at this point, I had a plus five quality mm-hmm. weapon. I've, this is my second run through. I've done a quality build mm-hmm. before. So it's you don't really need this, this stone at all. Like It's kind of an underwhelming reward. Yeah. So. But, you know, if you didn't get it somewhere else, quality is definitely a good way to go. Yeah, quality rules. Like, a, like, a, and you can buff it. I didn't realize you could still buff a quality weapon. Mm-hmm. Like, it's it's actually really, really powerful. So yeah. that's but, uh, better because I had I had crescent, full mm. crescent, which was difficult to get. <laughs> yeah, and on my first playthrough, my mage playthrough, I did full uh, crescent, and I can't remember what I hoops I had to jump through to get the pure, you know, the 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 pure stone for that. But it was much more tricky. That's one of the hardest ones to get all the way uh, to, uh all the way upgraded to. Yeah, yeah it's it, a, not as the bad as sharp stones. Yeah, it only spawns a few times, and if you don't get it, you have to wait till New Game Plus. Oh, yeah. fuck. Yeah, no thanks. Yeah. So if you've invested all that time into getting that, and you want a fully upgraded weapon, you're in trouble. Especially yeah. if you're a mage. Yeah. 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 Well, I guess you I guess you could do, what's the other one? Uh, the moon. Moon, yeah. Yeah, I guess you could do that one. Yeah. But one of them has better magic regen than the other one does. I think Crescent's the stronger magic regen, but worse physical damage. That's going to be more Mm -hmm. valuable to you anyway. Yeah. It's more of a a totem for you to have. Yep. Yeah. But uh, you you, you get them here and you get that. uh, You get that. Do do we want to do the uh, the other side quests? Yeah, let's just head back. The way back. Yeah. Yep. Yep, yep. Yeah. Um, so, so you head back, and you're actually going back into one two. Mm-hmm. Um, we didn't talk about this at the time because it's inaccessible. But um, in the area right before the the tower night, there is a jail that you could head down into. Yeah, it's and, a uh, it's a door that if you don't know to double back, it's kind of like on a like the door faces the 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 entrance to the to the tower night guy. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So like if you if you're not quite sure, like one bleeds you up and you get like a soul item or something, but the other one's locked. There's a crystal lizard up there. Oh, okay, yeah. Um, but I would, I just, I, I would never think to look for a locked door there. So no, it's not, it looks like it's not scenery. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I only knew it because I tried it on my way in. Mm. So the, I just, I was like, okay, I, ne- I know I need to come back here. And then uh, after I got this key, I tried to go to where Yuria was. That didn't work, and then I went back here. Yeah. So, um, but the nice thing is, you head down here and you get introduced to you know one of one in the game that doesn't have you know that many characters in it. Like I, I really like Bior. Quite a bit. I think he is hilarious. Oh yeah, and uh, and you go down here, and he he's in jail. It's kind of a uh, just hanging out, and sleeping. He's being he's trapped by a fat official. And you can kill the fat <laughs> official and free him, uh, but you don't really free him. Like he decides to go back to sleep. Which like, what have you been doing? <laughs> what have you been doing this entire like? Who knows how long you've been here, Bior? Which like of, of all the excuses that you get from NPCs, it has to be something to do with you know to do with the quest flags kind of thing. Like mm-hmm. Yuri is, oh, I'm weakened. I'll you know I'll meet you there later. Blah blah blah. Just so she can sit there and not have to despawn. Like so you don't have to yeah. escort her through the level like you would Ostrava. Yeah. Uh, but I appreciate him, like, that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, he's he's not going to go back to the the Nexus. He hangs out here. Yeah. But he just he's he's just gonna make his entrance. Mm-hmm. Um, but he he's got like you know a real good big dumb warrior voice. Yeah, that I like, and and I like the idea of these dudes a lot. Um, Bjorn and uh, uh, the other guy Valarfax. Um, there's a weird bit where Ostrava gets them mixed up <laughs> and says that uh, Valarfax is the one who made it back, but uh, it's actually Bjorn, and I think it's just mm-hmm. an error. Um, it's either like a, a you know an error on behalf of the writers, or just a suggestion that Ostrava is a clueless dolt 
and doesn't know what he's doing. Estrada makes a couple mistakes, at least one other one that I've that that, that I've uh, called out in the notes. Yeah, 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 yeah. He's 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 uh, one of the um, the um, the lore video by um, video game talking head that we had on on the show. His Bulletarian royal family one. He thinks that Ostrava has information from a second hand or like a third hand party, hmm. um, and that's why. Um, but there's not anything really to underline that. Yeah. So. Hmm. Mm-hmm. But yeah, you free, uh, you, you free, uh, Belor. Yep. Bior. There we go. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Baloo. You free Baloo. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you learn the bare necessities. Um, and then, you know. Solaire necessities. <laughs> um, the, uh, yeah. but you um, get another set of keys and a, and a, and a jaunty cap. <laughs> I love that hat. Me too. I wish it was better. Like it's a terrible piece of armor. It's as heavy as any other, you know, piece of. Li- I was wearing the assassin mask at this point, mm. and it's as heavy, but provides almost no protection at all. Bleh. But it looks really cool. Yeah, definitely. It was. It was definitely um, uh, dwarfed by my by my binded uh, cross or whatever it was. Mm-hmm. Yeah, my my, mm-hmm. my gym suit. But uh, but yeah, you get you get some bloodier keys, which means oh no, there's somebody who's in more danger. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, eventually, they, they in the the fourth archstone, you would have been able to get the bloodiest keys. Yeah, they, they cut <laughs> those out. They're, they're just keys that are made entirely of blood. Yeah, just frozen blood. Like, yeah. there, there's an artist that did that. Have you guys ever seen that guy? Oh no! no. Please put that there's, in the notes. There's a the modern artist. I can't remember his name, but he uh, withdrew whatever the maximum safe amount of blood you can withdraw from yourself a day. Kept it and then sculpted a bust of his head, like made a mold and made a head version of his head out of frozen blood. That's, that's metal as fuck. Yup. Yeah. I, I mean, so, okay. So, so the, the hippie liberal person in me is like, somebody could have used that blood, but like, I, I don't know what statement he was trying to make, but yeah, yeah. it's his, it's his blood. Fuck. It, it is yeah, his like, blood. He can do what he wants with it. Yeah. And somebody could have used it, but also like I can do whatever I want with my blood. Yeah. You I do it too. Yeah. I, I, the, the hemoglobin delivers oxygen to my cells so I can continue to live. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Every day I don't commit suicide is a day that I continue to opt using my blood. Yeah. Just, uh, blood is an opt, opt in. Uh, yeah. <laughs> thing. You, just, you know, it's at, at will flow. Yeah. <laughs> Don't don't flow it at me. <laughs> oh God! <laughs> send, send send all of your fan blood to Will Owens, courtesy yeah. of. <laughs> Please, fanblood.net. Welcome, curator of the curator of the blood blog. Me, <laughs> blood blog. Blood blog. <laughs> the blog. <laughs> Welcome to Will Owens' blood blog. I don't like that voice. <laughs> As an animated gif. I was turning you into a Vincent Price character for your blood blog. You're going. <laughs> but anyway, uh, the bloodiest keys. Oh, we'll, we'll put that on the whiteboard for now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah let's, let's, we'll we'll kick, work on that a little. Kick the blood tires blood on that. <laughs> Ideas. Ideas.txt on the desktop. <laughs> Man, mm-hmm. but <laughs> but with bloodier keys, you can go um, kind of frustratingly late in the game. Unlock your third uh, magic trainer mm-hmm. in the game um, by doing a weird, like a real uh, anomaly for the Souls games, which is this little puzzle you have to do to get to it. Yeah, like yeah. The, the does, games don't do this. Does know? the hat always spawn? Yes. 
Okay, because yeah, yeah, I must have lost it. Because I remember for my sorcerer, I somehow didn't get access to her, which is bad because she's got the. Well, we'll go on. <laughs> yeah, yeah, she's got firestorm. Yeah, she's useful. Um, but yeah, one one of the fat officials gives you his hat, and then you have to go through this kind of winding alleyway to this tower. Um, mm. You know, it looks really cool. This run up to this tower with this you know big monolithic mm-hmm. stone block in the middle of it. Um, but there, she's being up there, you know, who knows what's happening to her, um, on be- behalf of fat officials, but you have to fool one of the fat officials into thinking you that, thinking that you are a fat official by wearing his hat. <laughs> um, so it's this entire like hat based recognition yeah. <laughs> system. It's like stacking. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Just, they can only see you if you're wearing a hat. Mm. Um, and you trick them into lowering the drawbridge and get up there and then stab them a bunch. And then just showing that these people have like this major Clark Kent thing going on. Um, Yuria still thinks you're a fat official if you're wearing yeah. the hat. Like it's just a, it's just a hat. What are you doing? Oh man! Yeah. Well, you know, I walk around with a fireman's helmet on. They, they, I guess they, you, they, they don't know, know that it's a hipster the... affectation. Yeah. yeah, like oh, that's it's there. Yeah, I guess people would probably think you're a fireman. I think I've told this. I've said this before somewhere on Mike, but I in uh, a couple years ago I did dispatch for uh, public safety for a university mm-hmm. and the uniform that they give you is indistinguishable from a policeman's uniform. And I, I lived in fear of that, like walking to work. Oh, I'm going to grab a soda, <laughs> stop in this convenience store. I go in the convenience store. Somebody like pulls a gun and then everyone's looking at me to do anything. And it's like, no, they just dress me like this. <laughs> Give me in front of a radio. I'll call for help. It's like, that's all I can do. It's like walking around in bloody scrubs. Like, yeah. Oh, no. I'm, <laughs> I'm choking. I need a tracheotomy. I, uh, oh, no. No, I'm just on band. I can't help you. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just a murderer, pal. I can't, I can't save you. <laughs> I'm just a duckster. Leave me alone. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. This whole, the whole hat situation, it reminds me of, uh, did you see the Upright Citizens Brigade where the guy keeps putting on the werewolf mask? And the <laughs> oh, woman keeps yeah. the woman keeps thinking he's a he's a werewolf <laughs> even though he's just put on the mask. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So a couple yeah. things about Yuria. Uh she came to Boletaria because she was uh she, she was tempted by demon souls as everybody mm-hmm. is. Uh she felt like hey, yeah, I might as well do this because everybody thinks I'm a witch anyway because my magic is disordered. Cuz I dress not... like a witch. Yeah. <laughs> just because I ride a broom around and just because yeah. I am fixated on eyes of newt. Uh, no, no. But uh but yeah, so she she was captured by Meralda. Um, as I assume Bior was as well. Um, yeah, maybe? I think that. Yeah, I think that Bior. I think that my guess, and I'm thinking back to what we talked about in our one 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 two episode, mm-hmm. is that so Bior stuck around to protect mm-hmm. the king, and while Valorfax went to go get help, yeah. Bior was captured, thusly, um, Uria was captured, and then when Valorfax came back, that's when uh, Meralda killed him and threw him to the bottom of that well. Yeah, to the to the corpse pit. Yeah, so that's what I think happened, and uh, but yeah, she, so I imagine that she captured Bjor as well. The question is why she's capturing anyone mm. as opposed to uh, executioning them. Yeah, you know, doing do uh, your fucking job. Yeah, do your job. Yeah. <laughs> like, I do not know why they captured Yuria. Like mm. it's a weird, and and she's in this tower all by herself, like this specially built tower. It's very strange. It's and a long she doesn't way to have, take her. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I don't think like she has enough backstory to really necessitate what's going on. And I don't really know why she's there. All I can think of is she's valuable as somebody who knows how to con- you know, like how to channel the soul arts. Like if 
if um, um, Alant is to maintain his reign as somebody who's using the soul arts to, you know, destroy the world, he would be able to harness that somehow by keeping them alive as opposed to being dead. Same reason why, you know, Freak uh, was being kept alive by the yellow demon. Um, yeah. You know, in order well, to, I mean, you know, because he's useful, right? It, make, it makes a kind of sense for Yuria. It doesn't make any sense for Bior. Like why Bior would be kept alive. Yeah, true. You know, and thus there's a, you know, the demon that has taken over Alan's form has some kind of memory imprinted and some kind of affection, yeah. you know, for him or some, I, either some that or Bior was uh, captured very recently. Yeah, that's true. Maybe he's in a holding. Been. Yeah. You know, so. they, 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 they were trying to find, a, you know, somebody to come and give him his last rites and, you know, yeah. his last meal. Yeah, um, he's waiting for a call for the governor, yeah. who's also a lamb. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, also, if you talk to if you talk to Yuria um, at the end game, she is really, really suspicious of Frake. She's like, yep. "Yeah, people call me a, a, a heretic, uh, but that dude is like really, really crazy." Uh, yeah, you know, if yeah, there is yeah. a god, he gave us souls to do good, not to practice witchcraft. My accuser, de- my accusers detested my dark arts for a good reason. For the path I have taken is tainted. Um, this has been one of my realizations since coming to Volataria. So, yeah, yep. she is definitely afraid of the power that she channels. Yeah. And Frank is interesting. When you talk to Frank about her, he's in, it's interesting, too, because he's very cold and detached. Yeah. He says, like, oh, her magic is different than mine. I wonder if it has to do with her gender. <laughs> like, that, that, that is his line. So <laughs> Maybe it has something to do with hysteria. Yeah, she's she's a girl. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> So vagina mancy. Yes. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Six level pussomancer. <laughs> yeah. Uh, gross. Uh, yep. Uh, it's going to be like a Kanye West album. It's career life as a pussomancer. Um, anywho, the, <laughs> so you, you rescue her. She can give you very good spells mm-hmm. and uh, it's a good thing to do because she's a good person. Yeah. Mm. Hope you didn't use those souls. Yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly. You get this so late in the game. I mean, the I mean, the big like thing she gives you um, cursed weapon, which is really good, and she gives you the uh, the hellstorm or what have you, hellfire. Yeah. Those are the two kind of the money ones mm-hmm. that she can give you. And uh, at the very least, for the the hellfire one, that's also where you would get the lava bow. Um, you, I mean, there are other spells you can get from that that are also useful. But, I um, think you can get the. Uh, I, I think that the lava bow is separate from uh, firestorm. The um. Mm, no, I don't think so. I think the lava bow is made from the dragon. I've had, I've, I've like had both. both the, uh, the lava bow is from the spider. Oh, shit. Okay. Yeah, maybe you're right. Yeah. I feel, oh, Wrath of the, okay. I knew there was something else that you maybe would want instead of the Firestorm. It's the Wrath of the Gods. Mm, yeah. That comes from the the dragon god. Yeah, and that's, so a, that's, different, what I was that's a different build, too. Yeah. yeah. Yep, yep. Yeah. Yep, yep. I, knew it was a, I knew it was an opportunity cost, like, one way or another. Like, there was two good things to do with that soul. Mm-hmm. And those are the two two things you could do. Yeah. Um, anyway, World Two has really good souls. <laughs> yeah. Yep. 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 Um, yeah. So so you kind of do this final run up. There's a lot of different knights and and uh, fat officials and stuff. And in general, you're just going to pull them. You know, it's hard if you don't have a distance weapon, but you can get through it. Yeah. And uh, you go into this final little uh, gatehouse here. And the fat official is taunting you and standing in front of a fog date, fog, fog gate, doing it, <laughs> making, and, uh, making gets, you believe that uh, yep. that he will be your uh, your your boss encounter. Like maybe he will go super saiyan. Yeah, and, he's going to uh, turn into they, super super fat official. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> fat official. But instead, he gets stabbed in the back by the penetrator.
so whenever whenever I hear the name of the penetrator, all I think of is like that was the model name for that fuck machine for Burn After Reading. Yeah, that's probably that's probably well, that was definitely a homemade. Oh yeah, yeah. He was like, like yeah, it was just it he, stuff. yeah. He was just so, excited so, that he made it. Like, so he called it the penetrator. Yeah, he could. I mean, who knows what he called it? But there's no <laughs> yeah. model or anything like that. Okay, there we go. It was just uh, yeah. yeah. Um, I wish more <laughs> people liked that movie because I like that movie. Yeah, it's it's okay. It's okay. Like it, it's it's like middling Coen Brothers. Like it's not bad. Which is which is still good. Like yeah, middling Coen Brothers is still really good. Yeah. It's still it's still good. Yeah. But, uh, but I, yeah. I feel the same way about um, a serious man. That's mm. my like, man, I wish people more people like that movie as far as Coen yeah. Brothers stuff goes. Like that movie, I feel like it's kind of an unfair shit to get upon it. But anywho, hmm. um, yeah, the uh, the penetrator <laughs> yeah. comes through and penetrates the fat official and then just uh, wipes him off. And now you are fighting this really, really aggressive swordsman. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which shares some some DNA with some some Dark Souls fights. Like it's a, you know, it's, a, it's mildly like, a little artorious-y, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. Especially because he stabs the the guy and tosses him aside. Yeah. Yep. yep exactly. And the it's almost uh, exact. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, yeah, it's a, it's a fun fight. And again, just another like Bior. If you saved him and didn't uh, murder him for Mephistopheles, like I did, yeah. then he <laughs> uh, he shows up to to help you here and just kind of takes the fight Turkish style. Oh yeah. And there's you, know, you don't need to do anything. From you know, what I understand, just... like in later playthroughs, it gets really really hairy with uh, with mm. Bior, but. Uh, but yeah, like on playthrough one, you really just have to take pot shots. Yeah, he's 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 got this. Um, I still had an easy time because he would tank him while I used my what I had the insanity catalyst and ring of mm. magical sharpness. So oh yeah, just a few fireballs and then that was it. That's it for him. It he's, he's a or go ahead. easy. It was really easy compared to the rest of the level <laughs> for me. <laughs> he, he's a real fun fight, like uh, mano a mano. Like without Bior, like it's real. It's it. It's not quite Artorias good, but it's you know tricky and and relies a lot. You know, I have to be good at dodging, yeah, and yeah. such. Uh, he, he telegraphs a lot, yep. um, which is which is good. It works in your favor because he can cover obviously more 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 ground than you can. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, but yeah, he he hits like a he hits like a truck, which I feel like I say about every boss, but especially true for him. His yep. sword is much longer than it looks, though. Too, yeah. yeah. Which is, because has like a spectral sword come out from it when he swings mm-hmm. his sword. Yeah, it kind of so it's, yeah. yeah, it's hard to judge. It's, <clears> that's it's, kind of the concept behind him is this like really expanded threat radius mm-hmm. around him. So it's uh, like in D&D terms, he has reach. Yeah. So it makes it kind of hard to close the distance without getting hurt. And his posture makes the uh, makes his hitbox really weird. Like mm. trying trying to maneuver around him with his kind of like, uh, for lack of a better word, gangly as he is, um, gets really, really difficult. Uh, at least yeah. I found this time. Yeah, yeah, but it's a, it's a fun fight. I like this fight a lot. Yeah, um, and, and it kind of stands in contrast to what comes later. I mean, we'll talk about it when we get to Alan, but um, yeah. they're they're both very similar fights on the surface, but different when you get down to the particulars. Mm-hmm. This feels more fair. Yeah, I I, I actually like the Alan fight a oh, lot. Me too. We'll we'll talk about that in just a just a minute. <laughs> yes, we will. Um, so you you kill uh, the penetrator, and uh, you get the uh, his soul. Mm-hmm. Um, which can turn into two different weapon buffs. Um, light weapon, which is essentially magic weapon, like a better version of magic weapon. Mm-hmm. And then cursed weapon, which makes your weapon strong, even stronger, but also drains your health. Right. Um, and that's a really powerful buff. Yeah. Uh, cursed weapon's kind of the way, the way to go, right? That's, uh, that's similar to, uh, what's, what's that pyromancy? The uh, power within. Yeah. 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 It's, 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 it's excellent. Like it's very, very powerful. So if you have a build that can use it, 
Um, that's a really good use for his soul. Yeah. Yeah. Next next time I need to take advantage of that because I stuck with the enchanted blades, so I couldn't use any buffs mm-hmm. on oh, my yeah. weapon. Yeah. And they're they're really useful, so I need to next time do that or just make a new one. <laughs> yeah. The, make a new the, blade and use them. The way that I've been like my first time through Soul Souls games since I'm so you know white knuckle keeping shield up and tiptoeing through each level, I never really used buffs because you only get a couple of them and it seemed, you know, oh, well, this will be useful for bosses, but there's all this stuff between bosses. I'd rather just have a consistent weapon and not have to, you know, have a slightly weaker weapon that I just buff for bosses. But anymore, like I, you know, and not so much in Demon Souls, more in Dark Souls, like I don't end up fighting a lot of the things. There are more things that I just run past. And uh, so like a, a buff build would actually make a lot of sense. Because if I can use it three times between bonfires or three times on a magic bar, that's probably enough. Like, there are probably three meaningful encounters that I can't just kind of walk around, you know? Yeah. So. Hmm. And that's a later. That's for, like, replaying and trying new stuff. Like, I'd much rather just take it step by step on a first playthrough of any of these games. Yeah. That's a, it's a little bit deeper, like, once you start getting into the texture of, uh, yeah. of, of different play styles. Yeah. Yeah. Agreed. Cool. Um, so, yeah, this opens up 1-4. The the only uh, world that has a four. As we mentioned at the beginning of the episode, we are brought to you by Audible.com. If you go to audibletrial.com forward slash bonfiresidechat, they give you this tokeny thing to download a free piece of audio entertainment. Some people, certain witches, are going to say that you don't need to use this token, that you shouldn't use tokens, that Audible didn't give us these tokens to use on audiobooks. But don't listen to her. Hashtag Team Freak. Just, uh, I'm, I don't even like that joke. Anyway, <laughs> just go to audibletrial.com forward slash bonfires. I chat. So not only is one four the only four in the game, but uh, this is the only archdemon area uh, that is substantial. Like there's a lot of stuff happening. Yeah, it's not just a vestibule to a dragon. Which, yeah, <laughs> which, vestibule which to is, a dragon. Which is the fifth, the fifth entry <laughs> in some kind novel. of like yeah. fantasy <laughs> series. Yeah, yeah. a vestibule to <laughs> vestibules of dragons. It's the new Ted uh, Williams' new novel. Yeah, the new Song of Ice and Fire. Yep. A he's, for he's running out of ideas before he dies. Um, <laughs> um, yeah. So the, this first uh, this and this area is difficult, and this first area is a real smack in the face <sighs> with a, a triple triple black phantom party. Um, well, triple, <laughs> triple crossbowmen, and then and then you know so some triple triple black phantoms, triple co- yeah. crossbowmen atop a corpse of a dragon, which yeah. you likely have not killed one of yet. So you know that there's something up here that's going to fuck some shit up. Um, yeah. yeah, it's not these guys. It's what's standing behind them. But yeah, uh, and this, they're, they're just the best crossbow men in the business. Oh yeah, <laughs> we did it, boys. Yeah. Um, <laughs> um, however, they're no problem. And instead, yeah. you go through there, and there are three black phantoms. Yep. Who all represent uh, the bosses that you faced. Yeah. In the in this area, these are the actual the human like the black not human forms the black phantom forms. Yeah. The non um, you know demon evolved versions. Yeah, yeah. Forms. So so like the, the the human forms are what you fought. Yes. Uh, is the impression that I get the the ones that were corrupted and and brought out, but their but their phantoms or soul forms have been bound to this area, um, yeah. and they've been uh, they, they they've been consigned into service of Alant. Yep. Yep. Um, yeah. So you fight um, you fight one of them that has the uh, the tower is the the one has the tower shield and the scraping spear, yeah, making it yeah. a little bit confusing. But uh, we're pretty sure that that one is the tower knight, mm-hmm. and then the archer is actually the phalanx, right? Yes. That's the, I think that's a consensus. 
That's um, what I believe. It's either that or it's reversed because I know I know that those two have like a symbiotic uh, relationship where one has shieldies uh, protecting them and the other one has archers per- protecting them. Yeah. Yeah. Yep, yep. yeah. And then and then there's somebody with a penetrator sword yeah. who represents your buddy you just uh, just fought. Yeah. And it's it's like fighting a and d party of other of other characters, of other players. Yep. Um, like all, the, all of which have – oh, good. Or I was going to say like the woods in uh, – in Dark Souls. Yeah, except like, these like all have uh, legendary weapons. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's just a Vorpal yeah. sword and a hand of Vecna and a fucking <laughs> you know, bag of holding off to the side. <laughs> yeah. yeah, guys. Um, I know what we're talking about. <laughs> I understood that reference. Yeah. Actually, I've played I've played NetHack. I do get it, unfortunately. Yeah. <laughs> Which is actually more sad than playing D&D. So. <laughs> Cole, I, I, I would, cutting I would, room floor... <laughs> No, it's Gary. Oh. I'll put a marker. Yeah, you're, oh. you're sucking up to the wrong person here. Yeah, no. I, I, I mean, we've all played NetHack, right? I, I played a little bit of NetHack. Yeah, I, I've I'm never not, got into it. Not good, but like, but, I feel like that's a that's a that's an important part of being literate about roguelikes. Yeah, I've tried it. I have played it a little bit. Um, I never, I've never gotten made significant progress. Oh, I love the one. idea of it. Uh huh. Yeah. Um, but I, I tend to enjoy my roguelikes mostly when they're mixed with a little something. Oh yeah. I, I need a little bit of. I can't take it straight. Like mm-hmm. I need a little bit of dilution. Yeah. Well, it's let me tell you this. It's great when you're depressed. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Every single character, beat it. <laughs> <laughs> really? Oh, wow. Yep. That's the, I mean, that, like, that, that, that swings back around and becomes a point of pride. From an outsider's point of view, I haven't put the hours in that you have. I don't have. I don't have that grim perspective that you do. But I was pretty down when I did my, you know, my hundreds of hours, like a hundred percent Binding of Isaac thing too. There's something to like, you know, mindless roguelikes that you can listen to a podcast or watch something on at the same time. Well, they just, you know, I'm just killing hours. I think that even if you're not depressed, like I've fallen into into this with Starbound. Um, like even if you're not depressed, playing a game like that that is just kind of a, a continuous game. Uh, like it, it manifests as depression. Like I'm not talking to people. I'm just kind of focused and sitting here and falling into a hole, even if yeah. I have no reason to be depressed. You know, you don't need a reason to be depressed, but like I am not depressed right now. It just really, really seems like it because Minecraft or Starbound or yeah. Isaac. Yeah. Cause all you're doing is just like, yeah, well, now it's, that. you know, three hours later. Yep, I'm I mean, something. Yeah. Monomaniacally, uh, um, obsessed yeah. with this. Yeah. Yeah. Isaac is depressing, though. <laughs> Isaac actually is sad yeah, to itself. It's, like it is, you know, it's meant to be a little bit sad. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. Poop baby. Um, but yep. yeah. <laughs> yep. Yep. Yeah, um, this is this is a D and D party though. Um, fortunately, because they're Black Phantoms, uh, uh, specifically player kind of Black Phantoms, not Black Phantom enemies. Oh God, help me! I'm digging a hole. Uh, they don't respawn. Fortunately, they don't respawn. Yes. Yeah, which is nice. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's mostly just a signal to you that shit's real, like as soon as you get in here. Um, if you take these guys out, and again, as long as you can pull, you know, pull them, it's, you yeah. can do it. Thief's Ring um, helps. Yeah, yeah Thief's Ring helps. Um, you don't want to fight all three of these guys at once. Um, but you get past them. <clears throat> you go through this tower filled with uh, red-eye knights, like with a real trappy fucking little crystal lizard yeah. right there um, that just, you know, you're attacking him while the red-eye knight comes and stabs you in the back. But you get through that, you get through the tower, and then it's our buddy, uh, the Blue Dragon, um, <laughs> from earlier, and uh, a bridge with fat officials. Um, this dragon, not this encounter, encounter, but the next one, is probably the thing that has killed me the most in this game. Yeah. Out of, out of everything, this specific, this next part. Here, mm. it's just a bridge. You just run across it. 
<laughs> yeah, no big deal. Yeah. Um, but then you get up to the top, and uh, so you can kind of shoot him with arrows here. If you get him down to half health, he'll run away. Yeah. Um, but you uh, run past, you go up a tower, and there's this huge staircase that's leading up to a lot, just full of corpses. <laughs> just corpsey, corpsey, corpsey. And uh, the dragon at the top. And uh, he's just breathing fire, you know, like an environmental hazard, like you get in these games where he's breathing fire at regular intervals. You have to run by. Um, but I die here, and I die here, and I die here so many yeah. fucking times I've gotten, like, roasted alive here. I just- hope and I pray that with Dark Souls 2 being primarily about fighting dragons, from what I can see, I hope that they manage to do some kind of dragon encounter right. Like, they had hints of doing it right with uh, Calamite. I think Calamite's pretty right. Calamite like, was good, yeah. Yeah, yeah I, but like, I don't but, know what I would have them do different with Calamite. Like, he has... They're, they're, but, but, yeah. so, so I'm thinking specifically of the Red Dragon in 1-2 and then this and then Hellcat. Yeah. Like, 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 specifically, like, these set-piece dragon fights just don't work like yeah, it's badass running up that staircase towards you know your ultimate goal and the last thing standing between you is a fucking fire god but yeah like you, you're right you just die way too much and, and dragon god too so the, pretty much that 20 percent success for dragon fights <laughs> yeah at this yeah. point like the uh yeah i agree with i mean i i would love to see more calamites but like luckily calamites the most recent thing they've done yeah true so so, so there's a there's reason to believe that they're going to make those make those better fights mm-hmm. um this is not a good fight Nope. Um, it's not, it's only a fight if you want it to be right. You know, like really you just have to get past him. If, I ended up killing him this last time just cause I, if I died, I didn't want to fucking do it again. <laughs> <laughs> you just need a fuckload of arrows. Cause if you get up, if you get up underneath him, he can't hit you. Yeah. And it's a tons of arrows. It's yeah. so many goddamn like, arrows. Like I think, uh, my first playthrough, it took like, uh, like 150, 175, something it's like that. so boring. Yeah. Like you're just sitting there and just tapping. Well, you hit him you... and then he like, uh, retracts and then comes back. Yep. Yeah, uh, the, the the kunai help those uh, those poisoned uh, knife throwing knives, mm-hmm. but uh, but yeah, uh, not 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 so much. Uh, Bior makes this a little bit easier as well, um, just mm-hmm. because he will uh, distract the dragon for you. Yeah. He's kind of Stan- your sacrificial stands lit. in the fire. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> he literally is your scapegoat. He he burns so you don't have to. Um, but yeah. uh, of course, I killed him because I wanted a stone of ephemeral eye for some <laughs> goddamn reason. Oh shit. <laughs> So 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 does so does the blue dragon just always target you? Um, he kind of he his 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 pattern is he goes from like your right to left and then from your left to right. The trick is so and it's pretty consistent. So if he even though he can switch up, he mostly will do that. After he does your right, you can run up the right side of the stairwell. The trick is is that one is that he doesn't always do it consistently. So sometimes he'll go from right to left, and then while you're right in the danger zone, he'll just do it again. Without going the other way, sure. and the other thing is, it's so hard to judge distances on the staircase. Yeah, like knowing exactly how far I need to run and where the you know, like you can see the scorch mark area where you know you can't be, but how far back that goes, right? Like there's no way to tell, and there's no safe areas on the way. There's no way to like block the fire. Like you can probably like make a chart of from software's progression with getting better with dragons <laughs> because the red dragon or the hellkite drake is better than this dragon yep. like you know when you're trying to run past him there's those little safe areas on the bridge he doesn't kill you in one shot you know he doesn't uh, and this guy didn't kill me in one shot he knocked me down with one shot and then just fired <laughs> just did it again so he just effectively killed you with one shot. <laughs> yeah it doesn't matter so like the hellkite drake is better than this because you have safe spots at the very least yeah 
But, uh, yeah, it's just so hard to find, like, the proper spot. And the run-up to this is not fun. Like, it's not that long if you're just running past everybody. But running past everybody is risky. Yeah. So yeah. it's, it, you know, and the first time I went through this when I was dying on this guy, um, you know, just stopping and killing all the enemies on the way here was fucking infuriating. Like, I, like, I hate this motherfucker. Like, this is one of the most frustrating boss encounters in the game for me. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. Ugh. Blech. And you don't even get anything good for killing him. You nope. get like 10,000 souls. Something like Great. that. It's a, it's, yeah. a, it's a disposable soul item. Yep. Great. Ugh. Thanks. <laughs> so bad. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, you know, you take him out. Like, I, I, I ended up taking him out anyway, just on both these playthroughs for, for the same reason you did. Uh, mm-hmm. Just because I didn't feel like bothering with it. Will, yeah, how, how, about, how about you, like, as a, as a caster? Uh, I just ran by. <laughs> That's what I've done every single game. Yeah. Because it's just too much. I, I can't be bothered to sit there and shoot 200 arrows at at stuff. At yeah. anything. You have to... At anything. Yeah. Sit down, yeah. turn on a podcast, and just power through it. I hope nobody criticizes you for uh, listening to a podcast while you play a game. Yeah. Well, <laughs> it's like... It's like those boss encounters where you can shoot arrows through the fog door. Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah. You, you can, but <laughs> it takes so long. I'd rather just... You can, but it but only makes sense for the man-eater, so... Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and even then you're kind of cheating yourself out of... In that situation, you could argue you're cheating yourself out of a unique encounter. True. In yeah. this one, you're not cheating yourself out of anything. There's no, nothing nothing gained, you know, everything ventured. Mm-hmm. You know, like as far as gameplay-wise. Yeah. You know? So... Hmm. Well, a fun but fight. You get in here. Um, if Astrava is still alive, he will be all dejected because he's seen what his father has become. Um, yep. He talks like he's seeing Slug a lot. Oh, also, yeah. all spoilers are off. <laughs> yeah, yeah they, they've been. They've, we referred. We talked about Cat Dog last episode. Okay. The um, <laughs> he. Uh, yeah, he's talking about like at least slug a lot, or at the very least, like I, I was paying attention to that dialogue too when I just replayed it, um, or like that they had a dialogue. Like I could also oh, see like yeah. you know his you know he went up and he talked to him and he's just like this is not my father anymore. Like he's become a beast or something like that. Yeah. So yeah. it could definitely be cat dog a lot, but it could also be um, you know just oh this guy is a crazy insane asshole and is definitely not my dad anymore. And what a fucking downer Ostrava's storyline is. Yeah, like it's kind of amazing, like how how bleak it is, and th- that's always you know straight up prepare to cry style. But like Ostrava is the the NPC that fits in with the the Dark Souls. You know, Dark Souls has three or four characters that have this really really tragic long storyline. Ostrava is the only one in this game that really seems to. Mm-hmm. But just this idea of this kind of you know this royal son who's never quite been capable, kind of coming trying to come back home and and you know get to his father who he believes will fix everything that's been going on. Yeah. And, uh, you know, has to constantly be bailed out and then shows up to his father and finds him to be a demon and then just decides to kill himself. Like, it's real bleak. Real, real bleak. I forget. Does he kill himself in front of you? Like, it's, it's yeah. always. Yeah. So, so he gives you the mausoleum key. That's the way to that's the way to come by it, honestly. Um, yeah. But, uh, yeah. yeah. But, yeah, he yeah, he just dies. And then his black phantom comes shows up right away. Yeah. His black phantom shows up uh, regardless of if he dies here or if, or if he dies earlier. And here, here's a minor spoiler for the Mephistopheles stuff we'll talk about next episode. If he dies here, it doesn't count towards, like, killing him for her quest. What? Do you have to what? kill him in the, uh, in, the, in the Nexus? Yep. So you Ugh. have to choose, like, completing one of their quest lines. You can't complete both. Okay. Ugh. 
it's frustrating. And he's the only one that gives you a meaningful reward. If like you kill him for Mephistopheles, you get a talisman of beasts. Mm. But uh, if he just dies, you get nothing. Okay. So, yeah. Yeah. Frustrating. Yeah. He's so, dead. I yeah. killed the black phantom version of him. What he's more do you want, lady? <laughs> exactly. Like, here's this oh, goddamn man. sword I'm not going to so, use. So, so you so you don't get credit if he uh, if he dies by by his nope. own hand? Okay. Nope. That supposed yeah. to make sense. You know. Yeah. She doesn't. Uh, how does she know? Um, <laughs> but, yeah. Soul arts. You you, know, you you fight the uh, the black phantom version of him, which is kind of yeah. tough. Like he does tons of magic damage. Mm-hmm. So if you don't have a magic resistant shield, you're going to take tons of chip. Yeah, uh, from this thing. Yeah. Also, uh, this uh, this is a gigantic railway-less uh, uh, bridge. So mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. I, I like I no. got here. I was like, okay, I, I got past the blue dragon. I didn't kill it, and then I died by falling off of it while circle strafing him. And then that yep. made me decide, okay, I've got to kill the blue dragon uh, because I am going to be walking through this again. And then I proceeded to kill not only Estrava the next time, but also False King a lot. Wow. Yep. Yeah, and the line ends here. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, but yeah, he has uh, he has the, the 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 rune equipment, which is pretty good. Like yeah. in terms of like specialty equipment, right? I've never used it, but it looks good on paper at the very least. Yeah, it yeah. looks and it looks cool. It looks he's, good on paper and looks good in real life. He's a he's a uh, Latrian sissy boy. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, he's, he's from here. I think he was at. Yeah. I think when we did yeah, a Latrian yeah. episode, we were conjecturing. The reason why you find that stuff there is because he went, he visited. I believe, like, yeah. And I'm going to have to look up the item descriptions. He's for looking, this, so as looking I go. for Rydell, maybe. Because um, Rydell, I think, is his uncle. Oh, yeah. 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 That, 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 that is entirely possible. But I believe that the rune equipment um, has uh, Latrian uh, origins or descent. Oh, yeah. That, maybe that's yeah. where he got it. That's what yeah. we decided. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. uh, I, I believe that the, the conjecture that we had was that he was sent off there uh, for education. Oh like, yeah, like, yeah. He was he was sent there to uh, to study. Yeah, yep, yep. and when he came back, you know, everything got all shitty with demons. Yeah, everything got all shitty with demons, and he was you know he was getting a like a like a pampered uh, royal kids education. Yeah, when yep. in reality he should have been on the streets getting getting school the school of hard yeah. knocks. Am I right? Bjorn Boom! should have been beating him up like yeah. nonstop, toughing him up. Yeah, like you know, here, kid. First lesson. Okay, so let's get away for a fifteen minute anime tr- anime training sequence. Yeah, <laughs> take oh. it to the limit. Yeah, but uh, but yeah, yeah. So you, you take the world's longest elevator ride. <laughs> um, which here here's a little thing. Let's say you're in this elevator ride and you decide to get up and get some coffee. If you get to the top of the elevator and don't go through the fog door, it goes back down. <laughs> so <laughs> you can do it three times. So make sure you're paying attention during this infinite elevator ride. Um, so that's a little bit frustrating. But you go through the fog door at the top of the elevator to fight the uh, the real final boss of the game. Yeah. False King a lot. It is a really, really neat uh, arena. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, like that. That, that, that intro, him looking out over his yep. destroyed kingdom from his destroyed throne room. Yep. Fuck yeah! Yep, very cool. And uh, yeah, he's uh, and it's 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 mostly a good fight. It reminds me, it's like a mix between um, like an Artorius and a uh, Gwen. Yep. Like he ends up doing the kind of like yep. the he does a fa- uh, faster teleport thing, but he does that kind of dash from across the map. 
thing that yeah. Gwyn does. This and, was uh, actually my my favorite fight <clears throat> in the whole game. This mm-hmm. one. Yeah. Cool. That's it's it's really good. Like it's it's doesn't and the nice thing too about it is that like it doesn't at the level I was at, at the very least, like he was never one shotting me. Like I I could get mistake make mistakes and he would punish me for them, and then I would be able to kind of run away and, and heal up and kind of come back. Um, so it, it was like I was kind of getting better at the fight during the fight. You know, the first time I was here, which was you know kind of fun and kind of nice. He gives you a lot of room to uh, to you know to do that improvement, uh, just because yeah. he really only has like three functional attacks if you're, if yeah. you're managing your distance from him. So that teleport attack is really really easy to uh, to dodge if you just roll right. Yeah, uh, which was my big secret to beating this both runs through. Um, and then there's the, uh, the 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 crazy wave of explosion attack, yep. which you can actually you can stop that, right? Um, I've never done it. I always just run away and use that opportunity yeah. to buff up or heal. Yeah. If if you do enough damage, he'll get stunned. Okay. Mm. Yeah. yeah. I remember having a much easier time of this as my range fighter than as a than as a, a melee guy. Mm. How uh, how do you two feel about the deleveling attack? Because I think that's kind of some bullshit. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not a big fan of it. It's only he's only hit me with it like once. I think though. Okay. Like I think that in concept it's bullshit, but I also, at this point in the game, it wasn't very much of a threat. Yeah. So in practice, it wasn't a big deal. Yeah, stuff like that scares the crap out of me. Yeah. Because I just hate. I just hate it. I don't. It gives me anxiety. Like any enemies that can drain you or do anything like that, I will run. <laughs> I will run mm. from no matter what game it is because. Lost progress is my least favorite thing. Yeah. yeah, and it's permanent too. Which I yeah. like when I first read that it was permanent, I was like, "This is fucking ridiculous." <laughs> like that—that that should not be the case. Yeah. Um, but but it is. It is permanent. Like it would make sense if it was just for the battle, and you were just a little bit less effective. Even though, you know, one stat point is not going to make very much of a difference usually. Yeah. So that's not gonna that's not gonna be that big a deal. Um, the other thing that really sucks about this level drain thing is having in this game allowed hacking in Dark Souls to be the most bullshit things you can hack in Dark Souls because uh, they use some of the same code so people hackers are able to add the mechanic from Soulsucker to their weapons. Jesus. So that's why there's like level drain hacking in Dark Souls is because this guy has it. Um, oh man. Yep. So, so his, his reach. Of bullshit. Yeah. His reach through the ages. Um, yeah. Yeah. I don't, I, like I said, I don't like it in concept at all. I don't yeah. think it, it makes sense for him to be soul hungry. You know, etc. What I would have accepted was him draining your active number of souls you had, as oh, opposed yeah. to levels. Like he had an attack, and then you're just your souls bottomed out. Because mm-hmm. you know, at this point, maybe you have you know, you just killed Astrava, you maybe killed the Blue Dragon, you maybe have like fifty thousand souls, you know, forty thousand yeah. souls, pretty decent, and that would still feel like a crushing blow, mm-hmm. but it wouldn't be like permanent progress loss. Like you could just get that yeah. back. Yeah, and yeah still I could accept. Fit. I could accept if it was just for the fight, but if it's permanent. Yeah. yeah, it's no good. And, you know, level, level debuffs are a thing. Like even in you know Final Fantasy, uh, which is much more generous uh, yeah. than anything approaching Souls would be. It's a D and D thing too, but I yeah. think in D and D it's usually reversible. A little bit, yeah. yeah. Like if you have a if you have a priest or a cleric, yeah. rather, or you head on down to the church. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I, I like this fight a lot just because it does feel fair. Uh, <laughs> aside from that thing we just spent mm. five minutes talking about how unfair <laughs> it was, um, you know, much like much like the penetrator uh, does. But uh, penetrator feels just a little bit better than um, this to me, anyway. Although I, yeah. I, I have to appreciate this thematically more than uh, yes. penetrator. 
He doesn't, he doesn't, and the thing is, I mean, it's, it's, when you talk about that, the deleveling attack, he doesn't even do it that often. Yeah. Like, it's pretty rare. I feel like you have to kind of just be standing next to him, not blocking for a while. Yeah. To tempt him into doing it. And by this point in any Souls game, you know, especially if you're coming into this with, uh, with, with Dark Souls knowledge, you know to manage your distance. That, yeah. Because that is the, uh, a huge part of any combat here. Yeah. Yep, yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but you kill him, uh, eventually. And uh, you get his his soul from which you can make the northern regalia, which is kind of the the ultimate weapon of the game. Yeah, uh, you kind of stick together to the soul brand and the demon brand, which are the the two. One of them is better against uh, demons. One of them is better against humans. Or one of them is more powerful. The uh, more evil you are, the other one yeah, is more powerful, yeah, they, the better you are. They, they, re- they respond to uh, to character tendency. Yeah, yeah, and uh, yeah, and you can kind of fuse those together into the northern regalia which regalia means clothes but we'll, we'll forgive <laughs> forgiveness that and uh yeah and to do it you have to go to the demon brand which you've got it in the notes here but we talked about king doran in the first episode did we okay i forget yeah. if we uh I, I didn't know if we deferred it or not no uh, yeah i'm pretty yeah we talked about it there okay so yeah, yeah. so mm-hmm. yep, you go there and you fight this cool looking guy in awesome armor uh with yep. a with a sweet mask um and uh, take it and take his sword, and then you have both swords, and you're ready for the actual end game. Um, no, no, no you, you don't get the other sword until uh, until until uh, the final fight with actually yeah. Alant. Uh, like it's down there in the uh, inside the old one himself, or inside. Yeah, Alant's. no, I, I didn't mean oh, okay. now. I just meant like, and then you're heading into the. You know, I was gonna. What I was gonna say is, you end up using Northern Galia for New Game Plus. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah it definitely is New Game Plus. Yeah, weapon. yeah, yeah. And it's the only time you'll ever need it too. So. Yep. Um, mm-hmm. yeah, and that, that's it for one four. Um, there's a couple of tendency things that happen during here, but they're not that noteworthy. Mm-hmm. And both of them, it's mostly just primeval demons and extra, you know, black phantom fat officials. And then, so the next episode is when we're going to take it to the limit <laughs> and actually go down <laughs> into the, the bottom of the nexus and, uh, and do all kinds of end game conjecture stuff. Yep. So uh, that's just going to be the two of us, right, Gary? Yep, yep. As our is our tradition, opening and ending each season on our own, mm-hmm. and then our tradition of season three opening, middling, and ending our seasons <laughs> on our own, most likely. <laughs> um, but the uh, yeah, so just real quick, I wanted to put out a call um, for that episode. If you have you know that that is your time for wrap up thoughts, yes, and that can be all of the big fucking crazy cosmology of this game. So if you have insane theories like, oh, this is a prequel to Dark Souls, if you, you know, what do you think the old one is? What's the maiden in black? What do you think she is? Lay that stuff on us yep. for next episode. And even if you don't have um, thoughts, let us know which ending you chose. Oh, um, yeah. I, I would like to take kind of an unofficial poll to see uh, what the Bonfire Side Chat community uh, chooses in that mm-hmm. regard. Um, specifically, Will, what did you uh, go with your first time playing through? Uh, I think the first time I killed the maiden <laughs> because I, I read you get I think you get don't you get a weapon or something uh, you get a uh, soul sucker you get a yeah, soul and then you can king a lamp that shit yeah yeah that's that's why I got that's why I did that so <laughs> yeah. Yeah. just just as the game it was a practical ending so that's what I chose <laughs> yeah. yep um, but yeah uh, either of those things uh, crazy lore conjecture or letting us know what you chose that is duckfeed.tv slash contact or facebook.com slash bonfireside chat Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, still plenty of time. Will, um, I know that you had talked about it being kind of laying fallow for a little while, but you are relaunching the blo- the blog. Is that correct? Yeah, I'm going to try to keep going, but in a more 
casual pace because I, I rarely buy new games, so I can I'll just pick and choose what I want to play because yeah. mm-hmm. you know it's less pressure and I can play what I want naturally. So yeah, yeah. Right. So hopefully right 2014 I'll do it. Uh, get going. I'm not sure what game first. I'm thinking of Ultima Five, but I'm not sure. So, I mean, the, the ones you've you've ta- you've mentioned to me, that's my vote. Like the uh, the reason why one of the reasons why I want you to restart the blog is that I feel like you end up playing a lot of games that I'm interested in, but I don't either like don't fit into my schedule or anything. Like I'm like, oh, I've always wanted to play like all the Might and Magic games. I own them on GOG, but but if I can't, if I'm not going to take the time to play all the Might and Magics, Will will play one of them and tell me about <laughs> it because Will likes well, really obtuse uh, CRPGs and I do too, yeah. but. I want to read about well, them. I played a lot of the first one. I played like 20 hours, and I never, I barely got anywhere. So I will not be playing that one. Right. But <laughs> three of six, I'll probably start with that one because I've beaten three to five. But yeah, I like playing not weird games, but more not necessarily difficult, but things with tough mechanics I like to get into. So mm-hmm. yeah, that's what I enjoy. <laughs> so yeah. look forward to weird games with difficult mechanics that I'll explain in depth in my interesting blog in 2014. (laughs) That is called Um, the backlog killer. Yeah. Indeed. I'll make it. Or go ahead. I was just going to say, I'll make it entertaining. Mm -hmm. I try to. (laughs) In addition, while I'm talking Will up, Will has a very funny Twitter account as well. Uh, Which is... (laughs) If you enjoy... If you enjoy... enjoy, If you enjoy doo-doo jokes and playing (laughs) video games, then maybe you'll enjoy... (laughs) I, you know my Twitter. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I think you're overestimating your audience. Yeah, yeah, I know. They they, they like doo doo jokes. They they, they like. I, I think earlier in the episode, um, I think we Puzzlemancer, was it? Like, they, there's this is not a high minded crew. No, nope. the um, they can handle your poop jokes. <laughs> to, to be fair, we haven't had the big Puzzlemancer backlash of 2014 yet. Yeah, that's so. true. If you have a real problem with our Puzzlemancer joke, <laughs> yeah, please please let us know. In addition, I would go uh, check out Will on Twitter because he's very funny. Yeah. What, what is his Twitter handle? It is well, it, uh, Chocolates is what it, it's his alias. So I forget what the actual <laughs> one is. It's S. It's Greater Die, like Steve yeah, Brule. S K R the number eight, and then O R D I E. Okay. Yeah. So that's me revealed to the world. It was. Sorry to out you if there was a secret. No, no, no. It's okay. It was supposed to be anonymous, but because my co- my cousin got mad at my other one, he's like, "You post too much gross stuff." I had to stop following you. So, oh, I made a I made another one, and then it's even more gross. So, there you go. Nobody tell Will's cousin. Yeah, yeah. If nobody you're listening tell. to this, and you are Will's cousin. Let's all be cool. Yeah, let's sorry, all, everybody be cool. <laughs> sorry, Bradford. Don't follow that one. <laughs> yeah. yeah, sorry, Brad. <laughs> On behalf of Bonfireside Chat, sorry, Brad. <laughs> <laughs> Can that be how we end every episode? Sorry, Brad. <laughs> sorry, <laughs> sorry, Brad. Sorry, Brad. No, Brad, man. I'm sorry, Brad. Um, yeah. What uh, what what do we have to to plug, Cole? Well, um, let's see here. Your Drunk Souls, um, in, oh, in relation yeah. to Souls, is going to be up uh, pretty pretty quick, right? Yeah, on YouTube. Here's a quick note. It is up now, and the place you can find that is youtube.com forward slash watch out for fireballs. Um, it's long. 
It's six and a half hours long. There's a long chicken wing part in the middle of it where we're all playing and then also eating chicken wings. Um, but uh, yeah, we we did a drinking souls rules, which essentially most common rules are if you beat a boss, everyone else drinks. If you die, you drink and pass the controller. Uh-huh. Or you, you pass the controller on a boss too. And uh, beat Dark Souls in six and a half hours. Me, Levi, and Nick. Um, very fun. Had like chat open the whole time and interacted with people. And we ended up, we had a bunch of, we had like 10 liquid humanities and we named them after people in chat. <laughs> and then after we, you know, used them to Kindle, they died. And it was real fun. <laughs> like lots of, lots of goofiness, yeah. uh, to be done. And some like really amazing little glitchy and just kind of emergent gameplay moments. Um, we didn't have the money for the Crest of Artorias, so I decided to kill Andre. And killing an NPC is finishing your drink, but I wanted to speed up my drinking anyway. <laughs> and uh, he killed killed us three times before we were able to beat him, which uh, I forgot exactly how hard that fight is, but it's kind of ridiculous. It should not be that hard. Also, more rare drops than I've ever had in, in any game. Oh, wow. Um, we didn't get a Baller Side Sword or a Trident, but I think every other thing we got, like Black Knight Shield, Black Knight Sword... Painted Guardian Sword. Like, we got all of the, like, rare drops. At least you didn't get a Baldur's Side Sword, because I would we, we, just flip my shit. Pe- people in chat were talking about, like, <laughs> that, that's why we weren't getting it, is because you were, or we might get it because you weren't there. Yeah, because, um, because time zones. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, exactly. The, um, but yeah, it's really fun and, and worth, uh, worth watching. Yep. Um, next time you've got an entire day <laughs> to kill. Um, yeah. Yeah. But, uh, but otherwise, we have uh, we have shows, podcasts. Yep. Uh, uh, notably, uh, since we're talking about uh, Drunk Souls, you and Nick Glaber do a show called Check It Out Comrade. Yep. Um, yep. Which mm-hmm. is about indie games where you do little pitches uh, to uh, to get people to check out cool indie stuff. Yep. Super short. Yep. Um, check that out. Um, I also do a show called Pilot Season, where the premise is there's a different premise every episode. <laughs> um, the pitch is kind of still kind of petering out. <laughs> but that's uh, that's evergreen, so it's worth going back to the beginning if you if you try one and like it. It's also a short so, short show, so worth uh, popping in on. Yep. And uh, cool, those damn Ross kids is coming back. Yes, it is. Um, yep. Yeah, uh, here in the new year, we're trying to work out these specific details, but real life is a sob, and mm-hmm. uh, uh, we're trying to conquer that. It is time to laugh again, and uh, yeah. hopefully, we can all laugh again together. Indeed. <laughs> and uh, also, in addition to the level, uh-huh. where Cole, Cole does a, a show with himself and then three guys who don't like Dishonored. And they <laughs> do like an audio uh, magazine. Don't let that turn you off from it. But <laughs> that is what the show is about. So yeah. <laughs> it's, about, it's about how 75% of people don't like Dishonored. Yeah. It's, it's, about, it's about three guys who don't like Dishonored. It's <laughs> one sane man in a room. <laughs> the last sane man on a podcast. The, the, the and a world gone mad. The asylum. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Cole yep. is the warden. He's dishonored haters. In addition, uh, watch out for fireballs. But you know yep. about that um, <laughs> because of the dishonor thing. Um, yep. Also, uh, if you found out about uh, the network and this show uh, because of the my brother, my brother, and me ad, let us know. Please let us know. Yeah. Um, and uh, most of all, I would implore you, please check out Abject Suffering because it, because it is. Uh, yeah, just pure really magic. It is pod magic. Yeah, it's really funny. Not very many people listen to it. Yeah. Also short. And it's very funny. Um, also Hexcrank, which is a blog that Cole does about yes. survival horror. I have been uh, I, I have been very bad about putting up new uh, uh, posts recently because of the uh, the winter holidays. But I assure you, there is a very hemming and hawing and uh, let's say impatiently praising Friday the Thirteenth uh, post yeah. that is going to go up very soon. 
The uh, the Duckfeed Network is where you go for coverage on NES Friday the Thirteenth, <laughs> apparently. So yeah, I, 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 I am I am trying to balance it out because most of m- most of the articles so far, and I've uh, scrapped most of it, has been a uh, has been a scathing criticism. Let's say it is it is akin to Luther's uh, ninety nine uh, protests or whatever it was. Um, yeah, theses. There we go um, about uh, why. <laughs> <laughs> why uh internet negative negativism is bad and why hmm. you should and why uh and 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 why uh james rolf even though he uh you know is uh is is a person who works very hard has uh spawned a bunch of really stupid things and that uh chief among them is this pantheon of other stuff yeah that's why it's all uh it's all discarded so i'm going to cut all this out yeah. <laughs> yep. You'll never be able to read about that. Nope. However, <laughs> but you will be able to read about Final Friday the Thirteenth, and the Sweet yeah. Home article is coming up. I fucking love Sweet Home. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Again, that's similar to like a backlog killer thing, where it's like, yeah. I don't really feel like I have the time to invest in Sweet Home, but I'm glad that you are doing it. Like, I want to, I want to read someone. Yeah. Talking about it more it than is, I want to play it. It is. Did real, you hear? Real did good. you hear about the the twist ending to Sweet Home? Is I heard it's not a very sweet home. No, no, no. <laughs> Kids be dying in an incinerator and shit. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so Poor kids. Anyway. Yeah, that's well, that, then, yeah. I get we. This is a bloated admin section, but <laughs> just putting things out of order. Um, also, we should mention that for uh, this show, just to, in case you missed the last episode, um, we do have season three planned out, yep. which is about Berserk, both both the anime and the manga, and uh, also Kingsfield Four. So. I guess we, we talked about not really having guests on that. If you know anybody who's kind of a legendary fan of Berserk or Kingsfield 4, like some gaming journalist was like, man, do I love Kingsfield 4. It's the most underrated game in the PS2's library. Uh-huh. Let us know because I haven't read that. Nor have I. But I would love to hear it. Yeah. So <laughs> People are really going nuts about Berserk. Like we like we shared that and people were liking people it like and Berserk. retweeting it. Yeah. Yeah. I, I kind of like Berserk. Berserk too. It's about a dude cutting dudes in half, but it's yeah, it's, yeah, it's just cutting people. In half. I I really want it to be more substantial than me it too. is. Me too. Me like, too. There's <laughs> so little fucking story to that for, first for, volume. For, from from what I understand, it does get more more substantial. But uh, as anime and manga get more substantial, there's also room for more bullshit. So I kind yeah, of yeah no I, yeah I'm really torn. It, it's a pacing nightmare. Yeah, <laughs> like yeah. it's like it, it moves along at a good clip, and then at the end, nothing has happened. Yep. So <laughs> I, I I am teetering on the knife's edge of uh, of hoping for more, and also knowing that more would probably ruin it for me so i am existing where i usually do which is loving the idea but not the execution yeah 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 but i'm, I'm gonna give it some more we're gonna i think for the show we're just covering the first volume yeah but we're both gonna read a little bit further than that so we might end up you know we'll touch on some later stuff too yeah yep um yeah so uh until next time um what can they do cole well, um, they can check out the Amazon link, duckfeed.tv slash chip jar. Snuck it in there. Uh, but, uh, but really, uh, you know, just try jumping. Yep. So the world might be mending. Umbasa. 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 Will? Uh, Tane. And we all pray that we will have far more soon. Mm-hmm.